1: Here we go, here
2: we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along, it's a Friday morning episode, but you get it on a Thursday evening. Early access, if you are a subscriber to our IFS Patreon thing, uh, which gives you all kinds of benefits, such as um, ad-free, early access, bonus stuff, Oh, that. It's worth doing it. It shows mm. us that you truly love us. Anyway.
1: So I think now the values for Turbo is, uh really gone up since we started doing the Race's Rocket episodes on a Friday.
2: It, it, yeah. The videos, mm-hmm. etc. <clears throat> I think, I don't know if we, we, I think we mentioned this on the Race's Rocket, but we can exclusively reveal. Once the Race's Rocket series is finished, we will be taking a look at, uh, we'll take a break. mm and then we'll come back and we'll take a look at Mr. Silly as a, yeah. a turbo exclusive. We feel as though yeah. that is, is diveable. Um, yeah, just some bonus stuff there. Just for, yeah. the, 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 just for the people who give us the most money. <laughs> Basically,
1: yeah. that's, how Which I think's, fa- that's fucking capitalism. We're not communists here. Do you know no, what I mean? No, we're
2: not. We're not. We've got kids to feed.
1: Yeah. We do our work in the community, privately, separately, right? Which you don't like to talk about. We don't like yeah. to talk about that. This is this is how we make make money. You know, mm-hmm. the the great journalists of your or entertainers, because let's be honest, we could be classed as both. We we break news, but we also offer insight and opinion, and sometimes we provide entertainment, either you know, consciously or by accident. But I don't see many. I don't see your Andrew Neils or your Charlie Chaplin's going around saying they'll do it for nothing. Charlie Chaplin? Yeah, that's the first entertainer I could think of. First journalist I could think of was... Oh, talking of fucking journalists, did you read a story that Piers Morgan is the best-paid journalist in the country?
2: I wasn't aware of that. But
1: is he the best journalist in the country? No, he is not. So that's not fair, is it? So I think the least people can do, considering that I am Britain's best journalist, is chip in a few quid, so I can somehow compete with Piers Morgan. When Piers Morgan... ...was working in America... ...remember when he went over and got his own show in America that time... ...he was in America... ...and I used to do the Sky Papers in the morning... One, ...just once a week... ...I think it start... ...I've sort of got in at about... I've, ...you would do three hits as they would call it... ...6.40... ...then home... ...right... ...so there I was on the sofa... ...talking fucking utter cobblers as usual... ...right... ...and Piers Morgan... ...I don't know what time it is in America probably like the early hours of the morning or like late the night before, I suppose. He's fucking tweeting me, mm-hmm. right? And and Eamon Holmes, who was the host, right? He's watching it. Maybe he was pissed, I don't know, but he's there in New York, probably in his palatial apartment. Yeah, he'd, be up, he'd be up late, he? Like, have
2: been at like 22 in the morning or something like that.
1: Yeah, eight hours. If he was in New York, which I think he was, it would have been it's eight f- hours. F- five hours on the East Coast, isn't it? Oh, yeah, sorry, five hours. Yeah, okay, right. So he's there. I don't know what he's doing at. Who knows? And he's yeah, like, right, I he's, wonder. Yeah. And he thought, <laughs> let's see what those fucking dreary cunts back in Blighty are doing these days. And he thought, I'll flick through some British news. Show. And he's like, oh, here they are, fucking losers back in the back in Blighty. <laughs> what, let's hear what they're talking get about. Get up
2: early. Well, uh, yeah. Get up early while I'm staying up late.
1: Yeah. And he's gone, I know, I'm going to fucking troll them. So it's a bit of gentle trolling. It wasn't rude or mean, and you know I was a bit like, "Oh look, look at Piers Morgan tweet me. I'd never met the bloke before." I tweet. He said, "Ah, when I'm back in the country, I want to come on that sofa with you, Eamon, right?" And he cc'd me in, and I've gone. Um, well, there's no room for you because I'm on it, right? And he went, yeah. and he went, "I don't want your graveyard slot, Delaney, right?" I thought, <laughs> fuck off! It's not a graveyard slot. Six forty a.m. in the morning. Seven forty a.m. Eight forty a.m. That's prime. That's when people are getting breakfast up. Telly. They're yeah. get They're having their breakfast. They're they're put they're putting on their pants. They have got the telly on. You're keeping them up to speed with what's going having on. Wait
2: to pick some butter. I thought, fuck, fuck you,
1: Piers. Right. Then uh, and he ended up coming back with his tail between his legs. Anyway, didn't he? Um, but mm. now even though he did a walk-off of GMTV, as a result of being on Talk TV, I don't know if that's a success or not, but he is he is the best-paid journalist in the country. That's incredible. He's on a con- over the course of his contract with Talk TV, it's, it's reported to be worth like 10 million quid.
2: Boy, it's got, it's got no viewers. No one so, watches it. No one gives a fuck.
1: It's, it's weird, isn't it? That's mad. 10 million quid, mate. <clears throat> I suppose it's the kudos. Murdoch my, my, what what, what kudos is there? There isn't any. No, for them to have what, him. For them to have him. Because he's a very famous person. He's not, though. He is no, famous. I've
2: said this to you before about people who are like on telly, and they haven't got like proper fan bases like what we've got on this podcast.
1: No, no people don't <clears> feel the <throat> same. Pe-
2: pe- people, they've got like loads of followers on Twitter, but people just follow them because people just go, oh, there's such and such is on yeah, the telly. Yeah, I'll uh, follow no, that's them. That's
1: true. That's true what he's got is he's got fame in the traditional sense where he doesn't have his engagement which is more valuable i agree with yeah. that for sure
2: yeah he was a big deal when he was on britain's got talent because it was britain's got talent it wasn't because he was on it people weren't tuning in to watch him people weren't tuned in to watch him on good morning britain either and they're not yeah. tuned in to watch him on talk tv because no one's fucking interested well he's getting 10 million quid that's well right. uh, yeah um, exactly well but, well done to him but, and his agent
1: Exactly. What I would say is, is that Murdoch's operations are all running at a loss and have been for years. Yeah. The yeah. Sun runs at a loss. The time Which runs one? at a loss. Which uh, one? Lachlan? The Sun. The Sunday Sun. Oh, the
2: newspaper. Sorry. You know,
1: the Sun, as in the thing in the sky. Apparently, they're working yeah. because that because of that's you know in it's let's be honest, it's on its last legs, right? Yeah, it's dying then out here. Yeah. For for the future, they're working on an electric Sun to take Are its place solar yeah. powered solar powered yeah <laughs> it's going to be slightly nearer the earth right yeah here's how it's going to work <clears throat> there's going to say how far away is the sun from planet earth like it's a good it's f- 50 miles it's a good 50 mile right so imagine 40 miles right is the new electric sun uh-huh. right which will be sponsored <clears throat> I don't know who buy like Aviva or so. Yeah, who sponsors a lot of things like Continental Tires? They do the Champions yeah, League, some, don't uh, they? Uh, Gazprom, or, Gazprom, yeah. And um, <clears throat> what it is is the real the old sun, <laughs> legacy sun? They call it right. <laughs> yeah. That through its power powers the uh, solar powered electric sun. sun, right? And then <clears throat> that sun in turn generates power to Earth, right? But it's non toxic. It's a non-toxic uh, Unlike the power. legacy sun, which is... The legacy <clears> sun <throat> pumps toxic power into the new sun, but the new sun can
2: handle it because it's got so, like, a
1: filter built in.
2: So we'll eradicate skin cancer with the new sun. And global warming. And global warming. Mm. What they could do, they could keep carry on doing that, do it at 40 miles, do it at 30 miles, do it at 20 miles, 10 yeah, miles. Yeah, because eventually... Spreads, the, spread them out.
1: Yeah, and each town and village in the world could have its own sun. Our own sun. You could have council it, sun. It, no, we're operating off the council sun at the moment. It's quite good. You don't have to pay separate, it's just part of your, your council tax. It's, it covers the sun, your access to the sun.
2: That would work because as the original 50 mile sun is beginning to diminish, mm. it, it'll only reach 10 miles. So then it's it's like one of those Wi Fi extender box things that you yeah, get. That's exactly it. It slings your Wi Fi on yeah. a bit further and a bit further. I've got Wi Fi over in the garage. Mm. Yeah, i got it in the Vita modular here.
1: And it's the same account, but it sort of bounces it over, yeah, into the Vita modular. So, the principle,
2: but the sun. And what you do is you have a network of micro suns, uh, sponsored, obviously, around the planet. Mm. One for each town and village, like you've said. Brilliant.
1: So that's the sun. So that's good news for everyone, for the environment and for the future. But as for the sun, the newspaper, it runs at a loss. So does the Times... All his oper- he's not got uh, any interest in Sky anymore. I don't know how his operations in New York and um, Australia are doing. But I, 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 believe his, I believe his talk radio stations in Australia are really popular. And they, they're like right. one of the few things that are making money. But I think because he's demented, he keeps sending, mm. s- throwing more and more money at his media operations in the UK. What he has can- gone
2: on for like twenty years, or yeah, he, he bought, thinks he, he can buy his space, way out mean, of
1: it. So he, he, he started. Talk, he bought Talk Radio when I was I was working there. Talk Talk Talk, yeah. radio, talk Sport, which I thought was actually a good idea of his. Not Talk Radio, we didn't know at the time. I mean, I genuinely thought, <laughs> I thought Talk Sport, great, very perfect acquisition for Murdoch, right? Really good brand, very mainstream place the sort of strengths he's already got. Huge Georgians, well run, great. Talk Radio was still in its infancy. And I did think to myself, fucking hell, look at Talk Radio. I mean, as long as it's got someone like me hosting Drive, it ain't Drive got a time. chance.
2: Mm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's inexplicable, really, with hindsight. That's what, that's what I thought.
1: I thought, <clears throat> look, I'm having the time of my life doing this. is great. Am I, I the great. best it can I, do? I love it i thought you know i'll do, i'll give it two years then i'll either be booted out or i'll quit because you know me i'll get bored very quick right yeah but i thought can't really thrive with me i mean you know if i was on a <laughs> weekend saturday morning doing a zany show or late mm. at night doing something a bit edgy fair enough we have me on drive yeah. mate and i thought no no chance no chance <laughs> with the lakes of delaney on this station if he'd hired me for some consultancy, I, I would have said to him, first thing you got to do is fucking give me the boot, mate. Get rid of Delaney. Yeah. yeah.
2: Who took over? Who took over
1: after him? Eamon Holmes.
2: Oh, there you go then. And Girls, I was the exact obvious. producer.
1: I produced the replacement.
2: Ah, clever. Yeah. Oh,
1: hang on a minute, mate. <gasps> oh, what? my God. Wait a what? minute. I've had a fucking message here. I've had the worst sort of message you can get when you're recording a podcast. It's gone. We are on the call whenever you're ready. What the hell?
2: Are you supposed to be doing something?
1: Yeah. All right. That's all right. No problem. Just pause it. We'll come back. we'll pause it and continue. Stop
2: stop there. Yeah. All right. A A piss piss and and a snack. snack, A piss and a snack. snack, And then then we'll be back. back. A A piss piss and a snack. snack. And we're back after that uh, unexpected uh, interruption. Uh, was yeah, it was it a good thing that you that. did that you went off to do? Was it enjoyable? It,
1: it was a it was a work call that I'd obviously agreed to do at some point, <laughs> but then not made any note of, which yeah. is pretty standard for me. <laughs> um, you know, I'll always say yes, like I'll to go, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: fine, and then like I'll and then it comes and then it comes back as me as a complete surprise.
2: Oh, there's your so, dozen again. Is it another one?
1: Oh God. Then there was a message came up and it just said, Hi Sam, we're ready on the call whenever you are. And I mm. saw that and that makes my heart sink. And it yeah. was from an unidentified number. So straight away you're like, oh, detective oh, like, work. It, it must be important yeah. because if it was if it was, you know, if it was someone who I knew, I'd feel more comfortable in yeah. fucking it up. But this is for me an unidentified number in some ways. That's scarier, right? Yeah. And I um I looked at it. And then I looked, my eyes flicked over to the to the clock in the corner of my screen and it said seven minutes past two. And that immediately <laughs> makes it obvious what's happened. Is, is it that 2 I must have had yeah. I must have had a call I was supposed to be on yeah. at two o'clock. Yeah. And seven minutes is <laughs> that's the classic the time, time of which you think.
2: That's when him. you start
1: to think he's not just <laughs> late. Like five minutes, that's a normal level of lateness. Yeah. But seven <laughs> minutes you're starting to think, oh, hang on a minute. Um and then of course you start fucking scrabbling around looking for the link for the, the Microsoft Teams link that someone sent you. <laughs> you <know. laughs> right. They're like, Ah, where's the Microsoft Teams link? fuck <laughs> fucking you lose all ability to function because you're in a panic. So I was just fucking slapping my fucking sausage hands all over the computer keyboard, shouting, <laughs> swearing, addressing, oh, you gotta resend me the link. But in the end it all went off okay.
2: That's good. What were we talking about? We were we were on Murdoch, and we were having a we were having media chats. Media chats.
0: And I forgot.
2: I think it might have come, reached its natural conclusion. I don't know. Yeah. I what bit we were yeah. on about. We were adamant that we're going to have to replace the sun with a series of micro suns.
1: Yeah. Uh, that all fueled by the power of the legacy sun.
2: Yeah, um, we'll, uh, oh, and we should do more good. science. I think
1: we should yeah yeah it's uh, a popular science is um a thriving sector it in is. the podcast world and the publishing world and i think who yeah. better to make it accessible to the ordinary burke in the street than <laughs> you just, and i
2: <laughs> yeah and the listeners
1: yeah we've got <laughs> a direct we've got a direct line
2: standard <laughs> burkes <laughs> <laughs> right uh what else is happening they've caught that monkey but we never recovered that in You're the first joking. place. So they caught the monkey. Yeah, they caught it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? now. When did it, this happen? Well, Just today. I, I'm, I had a quick look on the BBC News website before we started, see what's going on. And I always look at the top ten most read stories. Yeah. Because that's let's say t- the temperature of the nation kind of thing via the BBC yeah. News. Yeah. And this monkey, this bit, it's been caught. That's the story yeah. today. That story is not on the top ten of most watched or most read stories. While it's on the run, everybody wants a piece. Everyone's into yeah. it. As soon as it's caught, no one gives a fuck. Who really cares yeah. about that monkey, Sam?
1: Well, actually, I care, and I'm still reeling from the news because I didn't know it had been caught, and I was really invested in it, and so was my mum. Mm. And um, we were like, she was texting me a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um in fact, her first text to me about it was, she she knows me well enough to know that she didn't need to ref- reference it being a monkey. I just Good. got a text from her a couple of days ago going, Did the they'll text never catch. Say, seen it, it? it? No, it just went, <laughs> they'll never catch the cunt. <laughs> and I that's knew immediately brilliant. who she that,
2: meant. <laughs> that, that's a strong indicator of a really strong relationship.
1: Yeah, that's I was great, like... That. I was like, I fucking hope not. I said, because I invested way too much in that fucking prisoner (laughs) who escaped from Wandsworth in the summer only for him to be caught. (laughs) I said, and I was absolutely fucking gutted, you know. Well, it it, it um, felt
2: like to me, it felt like a small scale version of my favourite ever escape, which was Hercules the Bear in Scotland. Yeah, but a monkey's different,
1: mate. Like, you look at that terrorist; he's a human. A human's quite easy to catch, right? They're cumbersome. Uh, bears, huge animals, easy Mm. to spot, easy to catch. But a monkey, I went, I was confident, I said to my Mm. mum, I said, I don't think they'll catch this monkey. I said, because they're slippery, they're slippery, they're agile, they're cunning, and they are cheeky. They're cheeky as hell. And you pull those things together, they can't be caught. And I saw one of the best ever all right cunts picture yesterday, because I was (laughs) looking it up. I've been, you know, I've been, that's why I'm reeling now, because I've had a busy day, I didn't know it had been caught. So Mm. I've been really, like, taking a big interest in it. And so I thought, I'll have a little check. And the first headline I saw was, monkey caught. And I was like, ah, fuck! But then when I double checked, it said, monkey caught on drone camera, right? So it's like, no, you haven't caught him, you've got a picture of him, and that means fucking nothing. But in this picture, if you look it up, Andy, it's a blurry picture taken by a drone from above. And it's just some bushes. And the monkey's little face poking out through <laughs> the bushes, That's and he's giving it. All right, cunts. Yeah. What's that you got there? Camera on a fucking helicopter, yeah. is it? Oh yeah, a lot of good that is.
2: See ya. Back into the woods. A lot of good that'll fucking do you when I'm up a fucking tree. Well, he was uh, spotted in a garden of a house. <laughs> Alright? No, don't <laughs> mind about me. Yeah. I'm just in your garden for a little bit. I've just uh, I've just come to help myself with some tomatoes like that roll mug <laughs> did.
1: I'm following his plan. I'm just having a few tomatoes. Don't you worry yourself, sweetheart. Go on, you go back inside. I'm not stopping. <laughs> don't make any fucking phone start. calls I have though. to be on the move constantly. I'm, a, I'm on the run, you see. You might have heard of me. I'm, I've been in all the
2: papers. <laughs> Keep it to yourself or I will come back for you.
1: <laughs> he
2: was spotted. <laughs> in a garden at a house near the park that he escaped from. So he's kind of just been going round in circles for five days, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it.
1: it wasn't a, a strategy. To like Why didn't it. he fucking try and go somewhere <laughs> mental? He wasn't like going to the Isle of Wight.
2: Or anything like that, you know? Yeah, to get, yeah he just
1: sort oh, around here. It's a nice enough area. Why exhaust myself? They'll never catch me wherever I go because I'm a monkey. I'm too you clever know, for them.
2: You'd think he'd try and head back to Japan because he was a Japanese macaque. You'd think was he'd got he? go to, I don't know, Edinburgh Airport or something like that. But
1: He'd have to get to an airport. He'd have to somehow get hold of a <laughs> fake passport and then like, disguise himself as a human by yeah. wearing a, um, an, a, 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 a trench coat, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: a trilby hat and some spectacles and carrying a rolled up newspaper. hello sir what flight are you checking in on (laughs) (laughs) sorry did you did you say Tokyo (laughs) okay yes that's fine and what's the purpose you (laughs) obviously mind my own business all right fair enough (laughs)
2: he's so he's been uh yeah uh, he was nearby to the uh, Highland Wildlife Park at King Craig near Aviemore Aviemore holidayed in Aviemore when I was a kid brilliant loved it um And the Royal Zoological Society of Scotland's drone team observed the animal until he was shot with a tranquilizer dart and taken
1: back. I don't like that. Like that's not catching, fair, is it? I just feel like that's not fair. Yeah, it's not catching him fair and square. Yeah, because I thought the only chance they have got is a tranquilizer dart. They'll never actually be able to lay their hands on this. A yeah, massive net
2: would have been the humane way of doing it and the fair way of yeah, doing it. Yeah, I just think you can catch anyone cheating. with
1: a fucking tranquilizer dart, can't you?
2: Catch anyone with a tranquilizer dart. It's just not fair.
1: No, yeah, they got they got a phone call
2: about ten o'clock this morning. Uh, from a member of the public who said they had spotted the animal in their garden helping himself to a bird feeder
1: what a fucking grass what fucking grass did that, who was it um, a man a man uh, going by the name of Mr. E. How Edward yeah. Howe Esquire, right, who was holidaying in the region right? yeah. <laughs> fucking Who's done a fucking Eddie Howe? Oh, there's an escape. There's the monkey. I bet it's the escaped one off the news. I'm going to call the authorities. You absolute cunt.
0: Jalapeño. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a t-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care.
2: On the BBC News website, <laughs>
1: this footage of
2: him holding up to the bird. He's in the garden. Yeah. All right, what are you fucking
1: he's looking in the at? Garden. I'm just helping myself to a bit of fucking bird oh, feed, ain't I?
2: He's down next to the fence. He's picking stuff up off the ground to try and eat it because obviously he's starving. It says here he went back to the zoo and had a good feed after they cleaned him up, so he'll, he'll like that. But uh
1: yeah, now, though. Yeah, monkeys like, don't what, who understand gra- who's
2: gra- Who on
1: earth would grass a monkey? And then he goes round Do you know what the I mean? back. The mentality the, of these people.
2: He's gone around the back of what looks like a hot tub. So whoever, someone called Carl Nagel is the grass.
1: A, a, a bloke called Carl Nagel who owns a fucking hot tub. Well, that's everything you need to know about the bloke. he's a grass and he's a fucking sex reardo as well.
2: The monkey's sitting on the top of the fence, nibbling away at the bird feeder, keeps looking round because <laughs> he knows he's going to get captured. He knows he's he knows he's He's like, at this uh, stage, I
1: don't care. Because yeah. this bird feed me these is, nuts. to me, to me personally, now, having not uh, having not eaten that well for a few days, this bird feed tastes to me like fucking caviar probably tastes to you. Yeah. Or like, well, what's your favourite food, Carl? Carl goes, <laughs> uh I like red luster, melted <laughs> on a piece of weight sliced. Well, all right. <laughs> so that. You would say that's like a, a, a transcendent snack. Hey, I like it. I like it. Well, that's what this bird feed tastes to me now. Because I'm that fucking hungry. <laughs> and I'll sit here eating it. And even if I can tell you grass me, but I don't care. I do not care. If they come and shoot me now with a tranquilizer dart, I will die yeah. a happy monkey.
2: It's this great footage. Have a look at it once we finish recording I'm this.
1: I'm looking at it. It's. Says- I love his face. Is so red.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a beauty.
1: Which would have been his undoing a little bit. Possibly. Um, it because it's easy the, um, to spot. But like him, I can him, see, do you know he what, he's so skipped.
2: lovable. He may have escaped while trying to avoid a fight with others in the in the group of 37 that he lives in. It says the, the, troop, is, the troop is in the midst of its breeding season and keepers said tensions could sometimes run high. It, so was, getting, horny it was getting
1: a bit fucking spicy for my taste. And I'm just like, do you know what? I'm too old for this. I'm off.
2: I'm very am Very simple yeah. solution. All Superdrug need to do is get in touch and send up a load of them wanking machines. Wank machines. And chuck, chuck them Don't, in.
1: But if you're listening, Superdrug, then uh, it'd be great PR opportunity that. Superdrug, yeah. send 20 wank machines up to Highland Monkey Zoo <laughs> to help deal with the fucking <laughs> tense atmosphere. Season. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, look at this mate. I just, this monkey, I just want to cuddle him. Yeah, he'd have your fucking face off. I know he would that's the problem isn't it
2: <laughs> that's the problem we'd yeah, be conditioned like with so to think things, these things are cute so many not. things
1: in life you want you want them but you know ultimately you they'll destroy off. you yeah. you know <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> so that's uh, I mean it's, he's probably back where he needs to be if he's going around the place in the woods and in gardens trying to survive off bird feeders it's for the best that he's back where he, where he lives with his pals so you know, yeah. it's been fun, but I, I know you're very pro freedom, and I'm you feel constrained totally by society's freedom. rules and regulations.
1: I don't want to be fucking shackled in a zoo, and nor does he. Just looking through my mum's messages here, I'm going to have to break this to her if she doesn't know already. They won't catch him; he's too smart for those cunts. <laughs> Although I am worried he may miss his mates. Kids. Is this
2: what? Is this your <laughs> mum saying this? This is all your yeah. mum's contributions. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
1: This is a, my mum's original one was what sparked conversation was. They'll never catch the cunt, right? <laughs> and then I sort of was like, I knew what she was talking about. So we started chatting. And last night she just went, they won't catch him. He's too smart for those cunts. Worried he may miss his mates. Kiss. Yeah. I swear to put a kiss at the end. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I said, no, you can't catch a monkey. And she's written, if he turns up in my garden, unlikely. Mm. So, you know, she, mm. But she says, if he turns up in my garden, I'll give him a mighty feast and hide him from the cunts. So again, she's just constantly. She doesn't who these cunts are. She doesn't know, but she just knows there are authority figures who are seeking to fucking capture and contain this monkey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! Fair enough. Um, well, yeah. she'll be oh, sad poor now. Poor bastard. She'll yeah, she sad will be sad. These... I'll t-
1: I'll, after this, I'll tell her. I'll tell yeah. her, and I, yeah. I'll break it to her gently.
2: Yeah, try and talk uh, her down because she'll not be happy. Mm. Um, what Shame. what 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 else has got? Oh, you were going to talk about gladiators, which I, I've got nothing to input into this because I think gladiators I mean, is Tory telly. I've did you never before. watch
1: it back in the day?
2: Never watched it back in the day, and I think it was because uh, it it had come from America, it had come from American gladiators, which just looked like yeah. the worst kind of fucking horrible thick-headed American telly, and and I wasn't <laughs> interested in the British. I was never a fan of John oh. Fashio either. So oh, there was nothing it's there thick
1: for me. thick-headed, all right. You don't, you're right. You're right there. Yeah. And that's exactly why I like and it. And that's
2: its, that's its fucking selling point. Yeah, I get it. I'm its, yeah.
1: I'm its target.
2: <laughs> As a thick-headed
1: television viewer, so, it was right up my street then, and it is now. So it's, it's, um,
2: it's back on, what, it's on BBC It's on one BBC now?
1: this time, but they haven't changed it at all right. in terms of the format or the atmosphere. They've changed the host, so they've got uh, Bradley Walsh, but then they've got his son, who's called also something beginning with B, like Ben. But Barney, there is isn't a very it? there's a Barney There's Barney. A, a, a very peculiar dynamic between them. Mm. You know, I've said before. I
2: am a, a huge fan of Bradley Walsh. He's brilliant.
1: Yeah, he's great. And this dynamic between them both reminds me of, I guess, Frank Lampard senior and Frank Lampard junior, right? Right. Frank Lampard senior very old school, wasn't he? Mm. Like. Just straightforward, mm. very old school man. And uh, he's done well for himself. He's dragged himself up by the bootstraps. He's done well for himself. He's met a lovely lady. They've had a son. They've decided to call him Frank Jr. And because they've been lucky enough to earn a, a little bit of extra money, they've decided to send him to Brentwood School in Essex, which a is private school. A, a private school <laughs> Fee uh, with many famous alumni, including Noel Edmonds. And that is actually a true story. And so they sent Frank Junior there. I make no
2: apologies for it. We've, no. We've worked hard. We've been lucky. We want to yep. do the very best for our boy that we can. And who, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to do the very best position. by them?
1: In our position. We, we do feel lucky. But, as I say, we have worked very hard. So sometimes in this life, you make your own luck. Anyway, we've sent him off to this school. And uh, we thought he'd get a great education. They've got wonderful sporting facilities. Uh, like I say, some fantastic alumni. And um, they've got a very prestigious curriculum, I believe they call it. And he will even be studying subjects such as Latin, which uh, we 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 like to think, my wife and I like to think, that he could um, perhaps elevate beyond the confines of the social world Class system And perhaps Have a better life And a better outlook And, and a greater sophistication Than perhaps Even my myself And my wife do
2: We hope He may become a banker In the city Or something
1: like that But um, uh, You know Perhaps a lawyer Or perhaps He could have his own business Who knows The uh, the, You know The possibilities are endless But as it transpired He ended up becoming A footballer like me Um, uh, Which I suppose Could have happened Whatever school We'd sent him to and on top of that, we did have some regrets because, although of course we still do love Frank and we're very proud of his achievements in football, he did turn out a bit of a um, how would I put it? A bit of a cunt. He is a bit. <laughs> he's a bit of a cunt. Yeah, I love him. No, don't get me wrong. Don't make any difference the way I feel about him emotionally. But there's no two ways about it. He's a bit cunty. I, I, I struggle to relate
2: to him one to one. Sometimes. Yeah,
1: he's uh, he's he's up himself. He's uh, he's pompous. He, you know. Um, and, yeah, he he can be a bit of a prick, and I think that's because of the school we sent him to. Um, So I do have some regrets, because I now realise that those schools are basically wanker factories, right? (laughs) And uh, uh, (laughs) so I don't know. I'm not saying that uh, Barney Walsh is a wanker like Frank Amper. No way. He seems like a nice lad, but they're just very different mind you if you had me and my dad present gladiators you'd think fucking out you you wouldn't be able to work that you'd be thinking how are they father and son it's really weird one of them's really into it and keeps running around and pulling his trousers down inexplicably and shouting gladiators and the other one's sitting there (laughs) in a chair with his arms folded rolling his eyes and saying (laughs) and and, and (laughs) criticizing everything so it doesn't make any sense
2: yeah that would be good i'd watch that (laughs)
1: <laughs> know. Barry and Sam Delaney present Gladiators Gladiators yeah so, it would be yeah, good
2: what's so good about it then the Gladiators it's
1: really exciting and right. also they've got a baddie on it called Viper Ooh. like you'll be aware of the baddie from the 90s even if you didn't watch it because his name was Wolf yeah I remember uh, if, yeah. he was really he was a well he was a bad guy Andy he was a yeah. really bad guy and uh he was he was just he was bad to the bone and but now they brought it back and i was like great gladiators is coming back i've showed already shown my son in the past the original gladiators on youtube so he was he was familiar with the format and he was excited so he settled down to watch episode one i was like all i hope is that this time they've made sure they haven't got someone with the same rotten attitude as wolf because He used to ruin it for everyone else because he'd well, break the rules. He would be aggressive. He'd be you, basically plain mean.
2: You've said they've done it the same, exactly the same as last time. So why wouldn't there be a wolf equivalent
1: this time round? Well, they have one slipped through the net in the casting. Most of the people are nice and they're aspirational figures as well. They've got great bodies, shiny muscles. Tories. Uh, they're ca- they can do they can do people right. Tories. Um, but then this guy comes along and he's he's calling himself Viper. Yeah, and he doesn't really talk much, um, and he's got this sort of special move he does to the camera where he sort of <laughs> slaps his own elbow like this, ah! and oh. I don't know what it's supposed to mean, but it's very aggressive, very <laughs> aggressive. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like him. And what really winds me up is, is that he's broken the rules several times. Mark Clattenburg's right. the ref, and yeah. he even Clattenburg, yeah, he even squared up to Mark Clattenburg on Saturday. Right? <sighs> yeah. Because he was cheating. He was hit, he was hitting the other contestant before the whistle even went. So Klattenberg right. had words, and he sort of like almost pushed Klattenberg away, which is unacceptable. <sighs> but what really annoys me, Andy, is when it was on ITV, that was one thing. But this is – the licence fee is going on this, and yeah. this guy is not a guy who sets a good example to the many children watching the show. Mm. So mm. every week I'm like, Ah! Boo! When he comes on, like, oh, Viper!
2: Boo! That's Boo! Supposed to get happen. him off!
1: He's, he's the heel.
2: I, he's the pantomime of written buddy. I've
1: written oh, a letter. I've written a letter. I've said, I don't want this guy on TV. I love gladiators, but get Viper off. He's disgusting. He's a, he's just a disgrace. And anyway, I was watching it, and, um, guess who I saw? And it cuts to the audience, and you see the old audience baying for blood, right, when mm. Viper's on. And I thought, there's a familiar face, and, um, you know young Josh, Josh Clouderet, uh, uh, a <laughs> yes. former colleague of ours? Of course,
2: yeah. Josh is, that, in the,
1: Josh is in the audience with a sign saying something abusive about Viper. Oh, brilliant. Right? And he is shouting his head off at Viper. And I was like, <laughs> going to Len,
0: Oh, where my Josh? I know him, I know him.
1: but <laughs> Josh, uh, Josh is a mysterious... In fact, real fans from the start right of of this venture top flight time machine may remember that we did a couple of episodes of news thing as a we podcast did. yeah and josh did a couple of bits on that do you remember
2: yeah, yeah that's right yeah
1: and it was, um, a,
2: it was a, a there was a two-man production team <laughs> yeah <laughs> we didn't need
1: and i haven't <laughs> seen josh for a while which is a shame because he's he's a good mate i really like him and uh i thought fucking hell look Josh is at Gladiators and he's shouting his head off at Viper. Brilliant. And uh, I was really happy and I was really proud. I was showing off to my son. My son was super impressed that I knew someone. And he's I said, he probably is working on the show. He works in TV. He's probably working on the show and mm. he's just there padding out. But I texted him. Josh is very hard to contact because he's one of these guys who doesn't really use his phone. He doesn't have WhatsApp. He doesn't have social mm. media. He'll, he'll He's sort of like, sort of go check his emails twice a year. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: pretty cool I think but yeah definitely I, I, I couldn't do it but I've always sort of thought that's Something to cool. a cool isn't
2: it yeah he's
1: yeah. sort of like I have no need for constant human interaction because I've got my own shit going on <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. and I, I, fi- I find that I really look up to it but um, so I thought I'll never get in touch with him but your only hope really is to send him an old fashioned text message on the actual right. text thing you know Yeah. so I sent him that and a day later he just got back and he went yeah it was the atmosphere was absolutely electric. And <laughs> I can tell you that they had to cut out a lot of what I was shouting at Viper on account Ooh. of it being a family show. Yeah. So then I re- I already had a huge amount of respect for Josh. And now I find out that although he works in TV, he had nothing to do with the show. He'd literally oh. gone along on his own. Yeah. Right. To yeah. watch to watch Gladiators being recorded just for something to do. That's the measure of the man. <coughs> and I know anyone... you don't like the show. Yeah, fair enough. But he he wanted to go there. and He wanted to, and also he wanted to. He, he speaks through a lot of people. That this Viper guy, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be doing what he, he shouldn't be behaving in this way publicly, Andy.
2: But Josh isn't the only one speaking out against Viper in the crowd, is he? Everyone must be booing him. Yeah, no, loads kind of people of are. But I just yeah.
1: respect him that he's gone. A, a lot but of the other people are there supporting various. Um, like competitors, contenders, yeah. as they're called, right? right? Josh wasn't there supporting anyone. He was there, I think, just to protest against Viper, which I yeah. thought was wonderful.
2: If anyone listening to this does work in television and does work on Gladiators, and they could get Sam and his son into the crowd, oh. get in touch with us, because I think that's, that should happen. That's what oh, needs I'd to love happen.
1: I'd to take my son to Gladiators. I think yeah. they film it in, uh, in Sheffield.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um alright I don't want to talk about gladiators anymore is alright
1: no that's fine
2: yeah okay Should we do some football what was the predictions? other thing we were
1: going to talk about no, we haven't sure got, got time oh okay yeah wrap it up mate because
2: yeah we've got to do some football predictions and then I have Bang. to go somewhere because yeah. we were delayed by 40 minutes sorry <sighs> don't you have to be somewhere at 3 as well I recorded this at yeah. 3 well
1: I had to go I had to go and meet my son but my, my wife realised the delay luckily and texted she saw me in the Vita Modular. And I think she's now cancelled something Flailing. and she's gone to meet him instead.
2: <laughs> all right, okay. Let's um do some. I've got his parents' then.
1: evening tonight as well. His oh, first one at big school, so that'll be interesting. Might be a bit. Of, how do you approach your parents' evening, Andy? Punch oh, the, the biggest teacher you can see in the room.
2: Smack him. Yeah, give him spark them out. Yeah. As soon do as they, they all in.
1: sit at, at your school? Do they all sit in one big hall? And you're all in there mixed together yeah. like a prison yeah, yard, just, or do you have to go to different rooms? Yeah,
2: it's like that. And there's not even, we went last week actually. It was my yeah. son's kind of last GCSE one. Uh, and yeah. there wasn't any, like an appointment system. There wasn't any kind of um, what? sort of deli style ticket taking with numbers on <laughs> it. Right. It was just a free for I yeah. just kind of hang about and chaos. Chaos. Did, chaos. Do you yeah. ever
1: get into like, do you ever get a bit moody in the queue? Like, no, we were next or anything it like
2: that? Did. It nearly yeah. did. It nearly did. My ex wife was kind of up for it last because right. there <laughs> yeah, were some people who weren't sitting, in, they weren't sitting in the seating areas they were standing and they just come along and yeah. stood and in fact they should have been sitting really yeah uh, I don't like all that so but it, it was alright we, we we asserted ourselves and got in there I
1: what I'll do is I'm going to play it so I, I am going to take my stony, but I'm going to wear oh, yeah. it under a jacket
2: You're and take it off if you need to
1: I hope that I won't have to take my jacket yeah. off but it'll yeah. be there if I need to spark anyone
2: mm-hmm I was actually recognised by my kid's geography teacher. Oh! Whose, whose husband is a big fan of Mint. Oh, uh, my God. No, no, I no hope mention that of t-
1: gets him some extra credit.
2: Well, I thought, yeah, it's going to affect his scores, surely. No mention of Time Machine. But, uh, Disappointing.
1: Disappointing.
2: Yeah. Uh, football predictions. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Here's the update on the scores from earlier in the week, which I didn't give us. You got two points last weekend. I got one. Results bot got one. So okay. you're still... 8 points behind results bot and I'm 11 points behind results bot so it it, catchable it can be done I think concentrate focus for fuck's sake here we go Everton versus Spurs oh god
1: oh god I think Spurs are going to win this I think Everton nil Spurs 2
2: I'll go for Everton 1 Spurs 2 Burnley versus Fulham I'll go first on this one. Burnley, I don't know. Bit of a shambles. I think 2-0 to Fulham.
1: Burnley 2, Fulham 3.
2: Phew, fucking hell, he's gone for another one of his 3-2 away wins. Predicting Manchester out United, Manchester United versus West Ham United.
1: Manu 1, West Ham 2.
2: Wild. Uh, I think this will be... 1-0 to Manchester United. Middlesbrough versus Sunderland. High noon on Sunday.
1: Whoa! On the tally. The Mint Starby. The Mint Starby.
2: It is indeed. Now, uh, I'll go first on this, and I think Middlesbrough will win this 2-0. I'm going to say 2-2. Whoa, I hope it is. That'll be fun. Finally, Newcastle United. Boo! Versus Luton Town.
1: Ooh. Um. Oh, these are all the first games of the season. They so are in the Premier League. It's yeah, re- repeating the first days of the season. Okay, I'm going to say yeah. So,
2: what did Newcastle
1: do in the No, league they league weren't. They, this was
2: quite recent because Luton beat Newcastle 1-0 cuz I predicted that. The games in midweek oh, yeah, were their yeah, yeah, yeah. the games yeah, in midweek yeah, were right. the first game you're of the right.
1: season. Yeah, okay. So, Newcastle versus Luton, I am going to say to Newcastle
2: Um, I think it will be 3-0 to Newcastle that's it then, that's the predictions that's the episode enjoy your weekends everyone and we'll be back Mm. after the weekend with more of this drivel Uh, and that's that
1: that's that